Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at patreon.com slash inspired disorder. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring to reality. This is my top five Joseph Gordon-Levitt films. I am a fan of Joseph Gordon-Levitt, although he has done some stinkers. There are some of his movies that I am not a fan of that are just, they bum me out because I am a fan of his. You know, aside from Third Rock from the Sun, which is a show that I've, I've rewatched many times, the show that I watched when it was originally airing on TV, great show. Uh, in addition to A River Runs Through It, which is a very young Joseph Gordon-Levitt, I loved A River Runs Through It back in the day. I was super into fishing growing up, and fly fishing was this romantic kind of style of fishing that I really started loving from that but never really got into. Uh, but yeah, very young Joseph Gordon-Levitt in that film. Uh, but I've been a fan of his throughout his career. He's had some ups, he's had some downs, but he's always pretty consistent. Um, and these are the movies that are my favorite of his. Now, he's in some great movies, don't get me wrong, that uh, I, I'm not adding to this list because I don't feel like they are a Joseph Gordon-Levitt film. Like, he isn't the main guy in those movies so i don't necessarily consider those movies to be joseph gordon levitt films at least that's my criteria for how i'm making this list uh obviously christopher nolan is a director that he's worked with uh that he's in he's in almost every christopher nolan film he's in almost every ryan johnson film even uncredited parts of the film he seems to be a, a part of they these directors bring him in they like working with them but some of those movies uh i'm not going to add like knives out he's in knives out he's like a voice at some point um which and i love knives out my favorite ryan johnson film but i'm not picking that one because I don't consider that to be a Joseph Gordon-Levitt film. I consider that to be a Daniel Craig film. Far more. Uh, or a Ryan Johnson film. That's how I'd describe it. So these are my top five films that I believe to be uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt films. But also, these are my top five favorite films of his. Uh, so let's get it started, shall we? Speaking of Ryan Johnson, and I don't know... If the order in my Ryan Johnson film, maybe, because there might be a couple Ryan Johnson films on this list. I don't know. We'll see. But definitely this first one coming in at number five is Ryan Johnson's film from 2012, Looper. This one obviously starring Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Bruce Willis playing the same character at different points in their life. This is a hitman crime movie that has a, a sci-fi element of time travel it also has a sci-fi element of telekinesis like people have this ability so it's it's a mildly futuristic tale of crime uh given a couple supernatural sci-fi elements which i love the movie the only reason this is my number five is because Bruce Willis was not willing to do any prosthetics for the role. Joseph Gordon-Levitt obviously has a nose prosthetic, which I think 
it holds up. It's just weird. It's clear that he's got a prosthetic on, and that, and because of that weirdness, it's at number five. But also because the movie, it kind of takes a while before you you figure out what the movie's about and this other story that that makes everything more potent. Uh, but it is a great movie. I love Ryan Johnson, one of my favorite directors. And uh, this is a great role for for Joseph Gordon-Levitt, kind of like a little bit more of a a tough guy, where he's not always he's just kind of in a lot of roles he's just kind of the the happy, nice, average guy, uh, which I enjoy. I enjoy that aspect. Very charming, very charming, very boyish looks. Uh, but yeah, number five for me, my fifth favorite Joseph Gordon-Levitt film is. Looper. My number four Joseph Gordon-Levitt film is a movie that I saw in theaters the very day that Steve Jobs passed away from his battle with cancer. And this movie just so happens to have cancer as one of the narrative elements of the story and this movie obviously is 50-50. Uh, this is directed by Jonathan Levine back in 2011, so a year before Looper. Uh, this is Seth Rogen plays uh, JGL's best friend. Uh, and JGL has some back pain. He's in a relationship that's not the greatest uh, and, uh, and Seth Rogen's character is not a fan of his girlfriend. Uh, and uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt uh, gets this back pain. They both work at a radio station, uh, which is kind of interesting. You know, it's similarities to podcasting, which in 2011 I had been podcasting for a few years. And, uh, you know, kind of the beginning of the end of radio. But he works at, like, an NPR-type radio station where he's doing story pieces on like volcanoes uh and uh he's not in a good relationship and he starts getting cancer he finds out that he has this this tumor on his uh on his spine that they try to fix with chemo and then eventually get to surgery uh seth rogan plays a great best friend uh who busts his uh bus uh Joseph Gordon-Levitt's girlfriend that she's cheating on him like JGL gives her the out and she doesn't take it and uh, just not a good person like definitely there's been th I have had friends that have been in relationships with similar dynamics and I similarly to Seth Rogen have voiced my opinion on those people in those relationships trying to tell my friend that that's a toxic relationship and so i you know i relate to this movie a lot and it had a bigger punch being that i watched this movie uh the day that uh a guy that uh, steve jobs somebody that's an inspiration uh in a lot of ways uh as a creative person you know doing what he did uh you know i definitely looked up to him so it, it hurt to see that he passed away even though Leading up to that, you knew he was, he was battling cancer, and he was withering away. Like, you could tell that he wasn't, he wasn't going in the right direction to be hopeful for health. Uh, and then to watch this movie, it, you know, it was an extra gut punch. Um, 
But yeah, I love this movie. It's a fun movie. I rewatched it recently for this draft, and uh, you know, it's fun. He gets has the relationship uh, with his therapist that is kind of a, a sweet kind of a thing that is a side story within this movie. But I enjoyed the movie. Great performance by Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Uh, and also, you know, fun to see him teamed up with uh, Seth Green. That was, you know, a fun, fun aspect to it. Uh, so that's my number four Joseph Gordon-Levitt film, 50-50. Moving on to number three, my third favorite Joseph Gordon-Levitt film is another one written and directed by the one and only Ryan Johnson. This one being Ryan Johnson's debut film in Brick came out 2005. Uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt plays a high schooler in this like stylish neo-noir film set in Southern California. This girl that he's got a crush on goes missing. And he gets swept up in the mystery of what happened to her. And it's, you know, the writing has, has Ryan Johnson's great stylistic. I mean, the dialogue is very much like a noir film dialogue, uh, which is an interesting contrast having it set in the bright and sunny Southern California suburbs. Um, it's great. It's got Joseph Gordon-Levitt playing this tough guy. That's really smart, but, you know, when he gets into scraps, he can kind of hold his own. There's a really great scene uh, where there's a fight with him in a parking lot with a guy that's like, you know, kind of uh, as he's investigating, uh, trying to find out what happened. Like this guy, it, it's a great fight. And it's, you know, just you got a tough Joseph Gordon-Levitt, smart, figuring it out high school student just determined to find out what happened to this girl uh and it's a great movie and it's a great performance by him and i'm sure the fact that he 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 did that and uh it was such a well-received movie that started ryan johnson's career that's probably why ryan johnson has him in every film that he does in some like capacity even the star wars film he's like uh, he like does a voice or he's uncre it's like he's in everything that he does. Um, and one of the best, like, the films that Ryan Johnson does with him, uh, I think are the best films that, some of the best films that, uh, I, I don't know, they're a great team. They team up well together. Uh, so Brick is my number three favorite Ryan, or favorite Joseph Gordon-Levitt. If you want, I've done my Ryan Johnson top five. That's another episode. Probably will show up as a link at the end of this episode. Uh, but I highly recommend checking that out. Uh, but moving on to number two. This is my second favorite. And this movie almost didn't make the list. It's a movie that I literally watched and literally reviewed on one of the earliest episodes of The Ray Taylor Show, but completely forgot about what the movie was about, forgot about... just So I rewatched it. And that movie that wasn't almost wouldn't have made my list i thought may have been a number five film but was so good and such a different type of performance from joseph gordon levitt that it had to come in at number two so my number two favorite joseph gordon levitt film is a little over four years ago i started the many faces it's an ongoing series of abstract ink portraits 
Each piece is improvised. Each piece is released daily. Start collecting now. Head on over to inspiredisorder.com slash TMF. That stands for The Many Faces. And save yourself 25% when you use coupon code RTS. That stands for The Ray Taylor Show because that's what you're listening to. And I love you. So I want you to save 25% when you use that coupon code. Head on over to inspiredisorder.com slash TMF and use coupon code RTS to save 25% when you start collecting one of over 1,600 original ink paintings. By myself, I made them. Support me. I love you. Back to the show. My number two favorite Joseph Gordon-Levitt film is Hesher. This is a 2010 independent film directed by Spencer uh, Susick, I believe, where Joseph Gordon-Levitt plays like this cross between like a heavy metal Tyler Durden and the dude. Like he's an uh, ambiguous age, probably playing like 20s something. Uh, he, he lives out of this van, you know, where he's always blasting heavy metal music. He's got his grungy long hair. He's got his shitty tattoos all over, over his body. He plays like this tough, just insane person, uh, but then also drops like these words of wisdom throughout the thing, which is very like a Tyler Durden-esque kind of a thing. But then he also has like this, this laid back approach to something. Very interesting character. Like he's a character that's not necessarily likable, but when he drops these like nuggets of knowledge, you realize that it's like uh, it's a character that's put a lot of thought into things, but is, is severely damaged, as are all of the characters in Hesher. I mean, it's a movie where every character is uh, represents a different stage of grief. I would say you have this kid uh, who who lost his mom who's living with his dad and his grandma. His dad is severely depressed because he lost his wife. So he's dealing with a, a stage of, of depression. The kid is constantly bargaining, trying to get the, the car back that was totaled uh, that caused the, this woman's death. He wants that car back because it's the last piece of her that he has. So it's the bargaining aspect of it. Then you have the grandma that's kind of just acting like nothing happened, right? The denial stage. And then you have Natalie Portman, who is kind of the acceptance. Like, she accepts her reality. Despite how bad her reality is, she is accepting of her reality and her situation in life. And, uh, and, and uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt plays like this, this anger. This, this anger that would be represented in everybody Right. He, he, he has like this where he just breaks loose and like does craziness, just acts out in the most destructive ways, um, but also adds like this this heart and this like like out of nowhere, just this love, how this movie ends where where let's just say a few of the characters go on a walk. Let's just put it that way. Um, it's just so heartfelt. It's like if you don't tear up. It's amazing. It's, it's like a character that's so different from all the other characters Joseph Gordon-Levitt played. Like, he, he, he plays a tough guy now and then, 
but he's usually known as like the rom-com kind of happy-go-lucky kind of baby-face nice guy. But this one, he's playing like a, a very hateable character, but still has those moments where he's dropping knowledge and truth on the situation. An amazing movie. I'm so happy I rewatched it for this. Uh, it's so good. I forget. It's streaming somewhere. I definitely, definitely recommend checking it out. It's called Hesher. Came out in 2010, directed by Spencer Sussick. Um, and it's my second favorite. Just because he plays, like, the character he plays is so, it's a good movie. It's, it's a performance that's so different, and he pulls it off. Like, he, it's, a, it's a tightrope walk, which literally is a movie he's done, a character that does a tightrope walk. This is an emotional character tightrope that he, a balancing act that he, he plays uh, as this character, Hesher, and uh, highly recommend it. Obviously, is my number two. But moving on to my number one movie, my favorite my personal favorite. Now, you may disagree with my list, and feel free to let me know what your list is of your top five, because I would like to know. Maybe there's some gems out there that I'm missing. But this one is just a movie that, for so much of my life, has just been kind of a source of joy. It's a movie that I love to put on. It's a movie that I, I loved, and then my life, in some ways... Uh, reflected the reality in reality what that movie was like I had a relationship that was almost similar to the relationship in this movie in a lot of ways uh, but that movie I'm talking about my favorite Joseph Gordon-Levitt film coming in at number one is 500 Days of Summer it's a movie that came out in 2009 by Mark Webb a guy that's had some hits and misses but this is a movie I absolutely love uh, romantic comedy uh, with Zoe Deschanel, who is just an adorable, talented woman, female actress, and a perfect person to be set opposite of Joseph Gordon-Levitt in this film. I mean, this movie has encapsulates in the best way what new relationship energy feels like, that NRE, right? It's got that scene where he's, everything's animated. It's like this musical scene where he's, you know, on his way to work, all happy after having sex with Zoe Deschanel, and cartoon characters are flying around him, and everything's going good. Like, that, that kind of uh, just, like, pure joy emotion. So good. And a good, I mean, a good relationship movie, you know, where Zoe Deschanel, from the get-go, says she doesn't want to be in a relationship that she's looking for something more casual, but their relationship turns into something that's more casual. You know, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character, you know, isn't looking for something more casual, but, you know, is willing to try to convince her. You know, and they, they are in a relationship. She's the one that, that, uh, that you know, she, she uh, concedes what she wants out of a relationship, uh, and compromises to, you know, be more of in a committed relationship with Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character. Um, and, of course, eventually it goes, doesn't go well because, for whatever reason, she's not on the same vibe as him. They're not on the same wavelength. 
he's not the right person for her at that particular time in their their life, and they fall apart. But this also this movie also has Joseph Gordon-Levitt, his character working at a greeting card company, when his dream is to be an architect. He loves architecture. Architecture, I believe he went. His character went to school for it, um, and he settled working in this in this uh, greeting card company, where it's like this pseudo related to what his passion is, kind of a thing. Um, so it's also a movie about him following his dreams, which after the breakup is when he gets depressed and decides, fuck it, I'm going to follow my dreams, which in a lot of ways, my life uh, was very similar. I was in a relationship, probably my favorite relationship I've ever been in. When we first started going out, she wasn't, uh, you know, she wasn't looking for a long-term you know, committed monogamous relationship, whatever, whatever. But we ended up going out for three years until she dumped me. And I was broken. I was broken. I've never been broken from any other relationship like I was broken from that relationship. But it, it, it put a mentality in my mind where... Like, I just, I realized that the life I had just wasn't what I wanted. And this reality that I was living wasn't the reality that was going to work for what I want to do with my life. And I left. I changed my life. You know, been surviving, following my passions of producing podcasts, of creating artwork, and Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character pursued his passions. I even painted a chalkboard wall in my studio uh, when I lived in San Diego because of this movie. I mean, I, would, I, I love that wall. That was like the perfect wall. Now I use whiteboard. I have whiteboards all over the place uh, to like store ideas and, and a notebook. Like my ideas don't, don't come in sketch form a lot of times. Uh, they just come out in written ideas. Uh, but yeah, this movie, an inspiration and a love. The soundtrack is amazing. Temper Trap is uh, an album uh, from a band, which I don't know if they did anything else, but that album is that one song, Sweet Disposition, is an amazing song. I love this movie so much. It's a movie that I've rewatched a ton of times, and it's kind of crazy that it's a movie I watched just before... I had a relationship that was very similar in a lot of ways to that. I even watched this movie with her while we were going out. And then, you know, she dumped me. I quit my job, moved to Denver, and have just been trying to survive ever since. Uh, but, yeah, my favorite movie, personally, it has a lot of personal connection to me. 500 Days of Summer. And it's kind of the perfect, I mean, it's like Joseph Gordon-Levitt's born to play that type of role. The, the kind of nice guy, who, like romantic comedy, nice guy, smart, but vulnerable. Like, he, he has a very unique kind of thing. And he stepped out of that uh, on a few occasions, a few movies, which I enjoy as well. Um, but he'll always be that kind of guy for me. He'll always be that kind of sweet dude. 
which I appreciate. You know, there needs to be more sweet dudes out there. Uh, but yeah, that's my top five Joseph Gordon-Levitt list of films. Let me say them one more time for you. Number five is Looper. Number four is 50-50. Number three is Brick. Number two is Hesher. Everybody go check out. Everybody check out all of these movies. And obviously, my number one, 500 Days of Summer. Uh, there are movies of his, like uh, the Snowden movie, which I've tried to watch a couple times, uh, similarly to The Walk, which I haven't seen, but just he does some movies where he's putting on a voice that I just I can't get behind. I don't know. I, it's for whatever reason, I can't get behind it. It's just like too much. It's almost like Brad Pitt doing his accent in Inglorious Bastards. Like if he had been more of the central focus of that film, I wouldn't love it as much. But the fact that he's just a really small part of it, you know, I can overlook Brad Pitt's wacky accent in that movie. But Joseph Gordon-Levitt, when he's putting on an accent, sometimes, like the Snowden one, it's hard. It's tough. Uh, couldn't get into it. And I haven't seen all of The Walk. The documentary is much better. Documentary's great. I don't, and I'm not a big fan of that director anyway. Uh, but yeah, Joseph Gordon-Levitt films. I'm trying to think of any other ones that... Uh, that uh, might be honorable mentions or whatever. But uh, yeah, anyway. Oh, like Inception and stuff like that, Batman. But those I don't think are Joseph Gordon-Levitt films. You know, I think these ones are special because he's the lead and they're just, and they're great. They're great movies too. Uh, but yeah, that's my top five list of Joseph Gordon-Levitt films. Please let me know in the comments or on social media what your favorite Joseph Gordon-Levitt films are. If there's something that I need to check out, I will do it because I am a fan. Uh, so yeah. Oh yeah, the, uh, Lincoln. I've heard that's great. He plays, like, younger Lincoln. I don't know how much of a, a part of that movie he is. I haven't seen it yet. Maybe that would be on the list, but I'm happy with this list. So, I, I and that one I think is more of a Daniel Day-Lewis Spielberg film than I do Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Uh, so anyway, just that caveat, that, that movie I forgot to mention is also. Uh, but yeah, let me know what your favorite Joseph Gordon-Levitt films are. And uh, enjoy the films. Watch Hesher. New episodes of The Ray Taylor Show come out every single day. Subscribe on IGTV, YouTube, and everywhere else podcasts are found. Binge the full week ad-free over at patreon.com slash inspireddisorder. Buy Ray Taylor Show merch over at inspireddisorder.com. And follow the show on Instagram at Ray Taylor Show. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Peace. Ouch!